Blog Talk Radio. Well, hey everybody, this is Dawn Scott Damon, your freedom coach, and we are absolutely going live tonight. Yeah, that's right. Here we are. We're going live tonight. Tonight I want to talk to you about managing your emotions. You know, with the holidays coming up, it's it's a triggering time. It's a beautiful time. It's a wonderful time. But the reality is, is that sometimes it can also be a very emotional time. I don't know how it is for you, but, you know, sometimes we can go back home, our place of childhood where we were raised, or if not in the same home with the same people anyways, our relatives, and we kind of just fall into that same mold or that same role that we had when we were a kid. And uh, you can just feel like, hey, does anybody know that I'm now 43 years old? And I'm not six, but, you know, truth be known, sometimes our emotions, we feel like we're six years old. So I just want to talk to you about managing your emotions. And, you know, I think emotions get a bad rap at times. We feel like there's something wrong with being emotional. There's something wrong with the expression of our feelings. And I think um, it's really important to first of all, embrace that we have been created by our creator, by God to be emotional beings. And how beautiful is that? There's something wonderful about looking at a sunset and feeling your heart well up with emotion or watching your grandchild or your first baby being born and you feel your heartstrings or maybe even sometimes feeling an injustice something's going on in the world and you think this is this is absolutely wrong and you you feel that emotion and that passion that's a good thing that's a wonderful thing in fact and so let's not give emotions a bad rap but let's learn to not let emotions rule us how about we rule them and this means that we then have to be fair to our emotions and healthy of course, with our emotions, we can't say, all right, everybody's on lockdown. You know, if you say, I, I only want to feel the good things. I just like the the happy emotions. You know, I like puppies and kittens and ice cream cones and cotton candy and rainbows. <laughs> well, you know, have fun with that. But if you're willing to say, okay, I'm going to allow myself to feel what I'm feeling. And I'm going to honor myself. I'm going to honor my past. I'm going to honor my present with feeling what I'm feeling, but I'm going to do it in a way that also honors God and other people. I don't need to spew. I don't need to, you know, attack people. I don't need to be overwhelmed by my emotions so that I feel like I can't focus or even, you know, manage myself. I can't operate correctly because I'm so overwhelmed so let's look at a few things tonight. Now, I told you I'm doing this live, and I am, and so I'm thinking that that means you all can call in. I want to try this, okay? So here's the number, the phone number to call in tonight and talk to me with your questions is 347 677 Okay, let's do that again, okay? So call me tonight. Let me know you're listening. Check in. Ask your question. And you can reach your Freedom Coach tonight at 
1-800-273-1859. I look forward to hearing from you. So let's talk about these emotions tonight because, you know, emotions or feelings, basically it's energy that's being released in your body. And there is a biological and physiological response to these emotions. And you will receive data in your five physical senses that, hey, we are having an emotion, you know, note to self as the brain begins to feel and send all the stimulation and the messages. Cortisol might be pumping, your adrenaline's going, dopamine might be going, your hormones go along with your emotions. So the first thing I want to share with you tonight is practice naming your emotions, okay? Practice naming them. Don't just say, you know, I'm feeling emotional. What are you feeling? Are you feeling rejected? Are you feeling afraid? Are you feeling excited or are you experiencing some anxiety? For many people that have been survivors of sexual abuse or other people who experience trauma, they really have learned to numb out their emotions. And so this takes a little bit of practice at first, discovering what you're feeling. In the back of one of my books, I believe it is When the Woman Abused Was You. Um, When you start feeling emotions, you may not know what you're feeling. And sometimes all we know is that we're angry. That might be the one emotion that we allowed ourselves to feel But uh, anger is really like a secondary emotion. It's covering up what else is really there. I felt embarrassed. I'm hurt. I feel left out. I feel stupid. Well, there's great power in simply naming your emotion and as you experience them. And so go ahead and check in with yourself several times a day if that's what it takes to name your emotions and keep a journal, keep a log. Learn to identify the nuances or differences between emotions. They feel similar, but they're different. And maybe the trigger that caused you to feel that. Maybe you're feeling ashamed right now. You're feeling, uh, you know, uh, guilty. Name that emotion and then find out, you know, is it, is, it, is it really just perceived or is it appropriate that I'm feeling this right now? Does it make sense that I'm feeling it? So choose carefully how to name what you're feeling because, you know, words create meaning, don't they? Word choices create reality. So, and and I don't want to get ahead of myself, but please be compassionate to yourself as you're learning to thaw out and discover the power and the beauty, but also the danger, perhaps, of emotions. So the second thing I want to share with you tonight is allow yourself, we've already talked about this, but allow yourself to feel what you're feeling. Resisting emotions, that's going to keep you stuck in them. So why not do something radical like, hey, how about let's feel this emotion instead of, you know, somebody does something, you know, like they, they accidentally mention, hey, you know, you got a, you got a piece of lint on your coat and say, what's it to you? Leave it alone. You know, do you always have to pick out the flaws of everybody? I, I, somebody might say, wow, I just wanted to take a piece of lint off your jacket. So the point is, if you don't feel your emotions and you always resist them, the likelihood of you blowing up at somebody for something little or snapping at someone and most often somebody that you love and that you're close to, that's pretty likely. 
it, it's very likely, in fact, that you're going to snap at somebody. So let these emotions just wash over you, feel them. They will not overwhelm you or, or you won't fall into a black hole that you can never come out of again. They will pass through you infinitely more gentle when you just allow them to wash over you. I'd say to clients that I'm working with, just ride the wave. Feeling your feelings is always easier than resisting them because your emotions grow in proportion to our resistance. They, they, they pick up velocity. The more you hold them down, the more the, the it's like the storm is strengthening. It's getting stronger. Look out. So go ahead and allow yourself to feel what you're feeling. And then the third one is express what you feel. Okay? Express it. So unexpressed emotions are like poison or toxins just trapped in your body. And you don't really want to do that to yourself, do you? Many times we feel after uh, holidays or certain things where we've like, my eating has been out of control. We can feel sluggish and we're tired and our skin will start to show it. We may maybe even gain some weight or we feel like we have some inflammation, our joints hurt. And it, it is a direct result of just probably being crazy with our diet and not watching what we're eating and just allowing ourselves to, you know, just have some fun with it with food and all that. But after the fun, we're like, Ugh, I don't know if that was worth it. Well, you know, when you feel those toxins in your body, you start to make different choices. It's the same thing with your emotions. When you let your emotions build up inside of you, you are trapping poison in your body, toxins. Do you know that negative emotions trapped inside of you can lead to all kinds of illness? You can have inflammation. You can have arthritis. You can have fibromyalgia. You can have anxiety, for sure, anxiety. I mean, I went through a season of that because of emotions being trapped inside of me. Unprocessed trauma that was still locked inside. Memories of fear and shame locked inside my body, my cells. They kept memories. My muscles kept the memory of that. And it was toxic to my body. It made me sick just as if I had eaten food that was so bad for me. So we need to let these out. Do you let your emotions out? Not on people. Do you express your emotions in a way that's healthy? Do you find ways to express your emotion that is safe and mature for you, safe for you and safe for those around you? I know that some people struggle with self-harm maybe self-destructive behavior, maybe cutting. That's very common when you, if you struggle and are tempted to cut or sometimes beat your head against the wall or even pull your hair out or slap yourself or hurt yourself, you've got trapped emotions inside. And I would really recommend that you find someone safe that you trust, that you can speak to, and that you can begin to process the trapped emotion, fear, trauma, anger event that's stuck inside of you. All right, so let's just recap real quick. As we look at our emotions and we want to manage our emotions, and by the way, we're not talking about managing other people's emotions. No, we can't do that. We can only be responsible adults. We can just be 
integrous, beautiful people, beautiful souls. That's our job. But uh, let other people manage their emotions. But we've got to manage ours, okay? And listen, by the way, if you're expecting someone else to manage your emotions, then that's called manipulation. If you try to manage someone else's, that's called control. You want to have someone manage yours, that's called manipulation. You are responsible to handle what you're feeling. You can share it with someone else, but no one else is responsible for making you happy, making you feel better, giving you affirmation. It's nice when we get it, but it's not always going to happen. You're the boss of you, okay? You're the boss up in here of you. You got to do it. So let's recap here real quick. We said practice naming your emotions, all right? Practice that. What am I feeling? Was I scared? Do I feel um, stupid? And, And that would be ashamed or embarrassed. Do I feel super aggravated and irritated? And does that irritation come? Am I feeling impatient right now? Am I feeling reluctant? Do I feel trapped? That's always a big one for me. When I feel like my choices are gone or I haven't been given a voice or I don't have, when I feel like I'm not able to decide how I want to spend my time or what I want to do with my body or what I want to do with my money or, or my mind, that feeling of being trapped, man, I feel angry, sometimes even rage. It doesn't last long because I'll say to myself, you know what? If it, I, I remind myself of this phrase, if it's hysterical, it's historical. If I feel an emotion that's just really out of proportion to what's going on, it's just really accelerated or escalated, I know it's triggering something historical, something that went on in my childhood, something that went on in those early days in an early marriage that was very painful for me. It's triggering something. And so I have to just do the work and say, okay, what am I really feeling? Let me name this. I'm feeling abandoned. I'm feeling embarrassed. All right. And then feel it. It doesn't feeling sometimes are uncomfortable. I don't like feeling embarrassed, but is it really the worst thing in the whole world? I'm not a little five-year-old or a 10-year-old. I can handle embarrassment. Can I laugh at myself? Can I go ahead and feel it and go, oh my goodness, I feel so stupid right now. Go ahead and cry a few little tears of of shame. It's okay, but it's okay to visit, but we don't live there. Then we do good self-talk. We say, but you know what, Dawn? You're doing a good job. Good for you. You know what, girlfriend? You know what, sister? You're doing a good job. Yeah, that was kind of embarrassing. But you know what? You're going to do better next time. You just learned. And that, that was a valuable lesson. So good for you. You learned what not to do. Or it was a pop quiz. You got the opportunity to grow. And right now here, if I don't melt down and act like a nut, guess what? I'm going to grow as a result of this. So go ahead and feel what you're feeling. Don't run away from it. Don't try to escape it. Don't try to anesthetize it. Like, I need a drink, you know, or go out and use or do something, go spend money, go shopping, which is kind of my drug of choice when I want to numb out. I just love the chemical rush that I get when I find, it's like hunting for me when I find that perfect thing. I'm like, yes, I can sit in a deer blind in the mall for hours on end because I'm hunting for that perfect thing. Well, you know what? Maybe I'm trying to numb out and I'm afraid I'm running from something. I'm afraid to feel what I'm feeling. So 
And then the third thing we said is express what you feel, okay? Find ways to express your emotions. And we're going to talk about some of those ways in a minute. And so at the, um, what's, what am I trying to say? Uh, the, the trying to re, if I, if, oh my goodness. I don't want to duplicate myself, okay? I don't want to say it twice, but I'll say it now just knowing I might say it again. But one of the great ways to express your emotions and what you're feeling is to journal that, write it down, and allow yourself to start processing. There's a different part of your brain that opens up when you begin to write. In fact, also, if you will put some music on, and allow the music, there is another part of your brain that opens up. I have a dear friend who is the founder and CEO of a ministry called Music for the Soul. You can find him at that website, Music for the Soul. He writes music and publishes music for people who are hurting that have a difficult time in some of these emotional spaces and need to get in touch with their emotions. And so we've discovered that music opens up a part of the brain. In fact, where a lot of memory and trauma is trapped that nothing else will do. So play some music with your journal or go ahead and sing with the music or hum and just allow that. Go ahead and cry with the music. It's very cleansing and very purging if you remember that you have a very positive outcome in mind, it's for you to not have a pity party, but it's for you to get those toxins out of your heart, out of your mind, out of your body. Okay. So number four, this is fresh. All right. Now I want you to act on your emotions. Okay. You're going to act on them again. Safety and appropriateness is key, but emotions are like messengers. And they're giving you, uh, from deep inside of you, they're prompting you to take some action. So your emotion is coming to you with a message. And you need to discover what each emotion wants you to do it, wants you to do, and then do it safely. Don't delay. So in other words, if emotion comes and you're feeling guilt, that emotion might be saying to you, you need to go make that relationship right. If, you're, if your emotion comes and you're feeling some shame, your emotion might be saying, you got to get this addiction out of your life. You feel shame because this behavior is wrong and the Holy Spirit is using your emotion to convict you. Or if you feel anger, that, that emotion might be saying to you, you know, your life is very unorganized. It's very out of control and you don't have any margin in your life time to slow down and build some margin. So I want you to act on the emotion. I want you to discover the beauty of the emotion and what it might be telling you and, and what, what is the internal reality prompting you to do. Okay. What is it saying to you? All right. And then number five, but before I get into number five, I want to give you this number again. I don't think anybody's tried to call me. So I'm going to give it to you one more time. The number is 347-677-1859. Give me a call. Let me know you're listening. And I will be happy to take your call, I think, because I've never done this before. So let me just see, just in case. 
Yep, so I don't see anybody calling in. I think I can take your call. All right, so do that. Let me know what you're what you're thinking. All right, journal. And I just we just mentioned this before, but journal your thoughts, your emotions, your dreams, journal your dialogue, write letters that you will not send. You can even do the empty chair, right? Put an empty chair in front of you and put the person that you need to speak to in that, in the sanctified realm of your imagination and talk to them. Let them know how they hurt you. Let them know how you miss them. Whatever it is that you need to say, journal those thoughts, talk to the empty chair, have those dialogues, write those letters, and mine your inside. Mine it like you would a gold mine. Search it and drill and mine it to find the truth that's within. All right? And then lastly, you know, exercise. Well, it's not lastly. Oh, goodness. There's a whole, a whole stream of things that I'm thinking of. But let me just give you a few more. Exercise. All right? Exercise is a great way to get, get the emotions out. Physical activity is a great stress reducer and a safe way to channel your emotions. Sometimes you don't need to talk them out and you don't need to have a big hash out meeting with somebody. It's, it's just enough that what you need to do is just exercise and get a hold of what you're thinking and what you're feeling. And you'll find some of that will just dissipate some of that pent up emotion. And again, we said it would be good to talk to someone. Number seven, talk to someone safe. Phone a friend, use a lifeline, call a family member, or just open your window while you're driving downtown. No, I'm kidding. Don't do that. (laughs) But maybe you just need to find a good counselor, okay? Find a good counselor or a coach. I do coaching. Find a spiritual, a pastor, a priest, a rabbi. Call someone. Don't bear your burdens alone. Unless somehow you really feel like you're supposed to, but why would you choose to do that? God calls us to be in community, and he certainly does want us to be able to share and talk with other people and the wisdom that you'll get from someone else who will see it in a different light. And it's, it's very powerful, and so I would really encourage you to talk to someone that's trustworthy and someone who is safe. And then, you know what? Use art. We just recently had a conference called Healing Sexual Trauma Through the Arts. And if you want to know more about that, you can come to my website, dawnscottdamon.com, or again, Music for the Soul, and you'll see something about that. But we had this conference, and there was painting. And don't panic, but paint your panic. All right. You don't have to be good at art to do this. You can draw your dreams. You can write poetry to express. You can use verbal and nonverbal art forms. You can dance to release what you're feeling. Like I said, put that music on and allow yourself to to do some dancing. Okay. And then finally, um, and I am going to end with this, pray or meditate through your feelings. Both prayer and meditation are very powerful ways to express and to feel your emotions. And you can pray with someone or pray by yourself. 
But emotions are a gift from God. And while emotions themselves, they are not sin, the place that we give them in our life can be sin. So that means we must constantly choose to surrender them to the supernatural control of God. Allow the Holy Spirit to empower you. And that choice of surrendering to him produces emotional control. And it, it, it allows you to really enjoy the beauty of your emotions, okay? So I want you to experience the beauty of that. And Randall Johnson, who's written Managing Our Anger, says, Ministry is also the perfect setting for emotional control to shine. Control puts emotions in their God-shaped place, discarding negative emotions as the spiritual leeches that they are while safeguarding and reinforcing positive emotions. So that's good advice. Let your control, beautiful emotions fill your God-shaped place and let the negative emotions be discarded from your life. All right. Probably the number one reason why people do not manage their negative emotions successfully is that they deny the very existence of your emotions. So promise me you're not going to do that. All right. Do not deny your emotions. This has been great. I've enjoyed being with you. Hey, if you are interested in any of the books that I write or my blog, visit once again my website, dawnscottdamon.com or my blog, Freedom Girl Sisterhood. That's one S, Freedom Girl Sisterhood. Dot com. I would love to hear from you. And if you sign up for my newsletter, you'll get advanced notice and discounts on conferences and some of the books that I'm writing. We're putting some packages together right now for the holidays. And I would love for you to get that. My latest book, The Freedom Challenge, 60 Days to Untie the Cords That Bind You. I'd love for you to get this book. It's doing amazingly well, and I just know that the Holy Spirit was so with me, and uh, he wrote this book through me. I don't want to sound goofy, but that, that's really the truth, and I'm so very, very thankful for that. I'd love for you to have a copy of it and see if you will take the 60-day challenge. Visit me on my Facebook page at Don Scott Damon. Let me know you're joining me, or as I said, the Freedom Girl Sisterhood. All right, everybody, that's all I have for you tonight. It's been so amazing to be with you. I hope you have a great rest of your week. This is Don Scott Damon. We're women helping women live full, fierce, and free lives. I'll see you next week. Don't forget, it's freedom time. <laughs>